Hello and welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and this is episode number eight, Your Magical Mind. You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer is already within your reach? In each episode, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining a spotlight on your inner world, eliciting awareness and wisdom. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to love yourself back to life. Yesterday, I attended a seminar on skincare, and the lady was talking about pollution and what we were doing in skincare world to control the damage that it does on our skin. And of course, the idea is to use different kind of antioxidant. However, it is a serious matter and a lot of people are very concerned with pollutions. And during a presentation, she said, we are not limited to the DNA we have when we were born. And this is a very interesting fact because we're born with certain genes However, our choices in life will affect the overall look. And I'm sure some of you have noticed pictures, you know, like twins, one who smoke, one who doesn't smoke. And you can see it in their skin, how it affects um, the, the skin differently. Where I'm making a parallel with this show is that we are addressing a lot of the skin with skincare product. But what about the internal pollution that we put in our mind? And this is a subject that is really close to my heart because I noticed lately that my face looks better now than it ever did when I was in my 30s. And I attribute this fact with my change of environment. The stress is something that will affect your skin and the internal pollution that we allow to bring into our brain has a very strong impact on our genes and how it will influence feature in our physical self. You know, our internal pollution is what I refer to as what we choose to put in our mind and keep it there and believing the story as to be true. You've been labeled and you assume that because somebody else decided that this is who you should be because you've been labeled as then you act accordingly to that. Now, this may not be a best reflection of you, but you'd think that person had a better way of knowing than you. So for example, and my mom, she struggled at school when she was a young child. And at the time she was taught by the nuns and one of the nuns said that she does better work cleaning the bathroom than studying. My mom believed this statement to be true. And to this day, she focuses on dirt more than anything else in life. It's sad because I can tell that one of the things that she's lacking the most is her education. Because by age 12, she stopped going to school. I mentioned to her at one point, I said, Mom, I said, look at how you manage your life. You're doing great things in your life. You learn to invest. I said, going to school and having formal education is one thing. Choosing to educate yourself throughout your life, which you have done, is way more than what you didn't get. But you see, she dwells on what she didn't get instead of looking at what she has. And she managed very well with creating some rental property income and things like that. So I give her credit for what she's done. But the thing is, what really matters at the end is when she goes to bed at night, 
What does she think about herself? And that is where the pollution comes in. And I'm also going to bring up these double standards. And we all have them. And life is such that, you know, always creates this uh, favor on one side. I'm just going to just say, like, for example, if you're left-handed versus being right-handed. Not long ago, people who were left-handed were inflicted all sorts of things. For some reason, people who was right-handed thought that left-handed something was wrong with them. It's all about how you see it. And let's just touch briefly on different races, different treatment right there. I'm not going to go any further with this. The thing is, it is a fact. This is a fact that in certain countries, women are more affected by being women in the sense that they are being denied education. The family will choose to invest on the boys. And I remember hearing another story from Jeff Hoffman, uh, co-founded Priceline.com, and he explained that he was traveling around the world to be of service to anyone who would need help. And he came across an area of Peru. They were living in a really poor area. And one of the girls was told by her parents that she couldn't go to school, that only her brother could. And she said, I am not having with this. I am smarter than him. So this girl went to the library every day to learn about programming. And as she became good at it, she actually opened her own school, teaching other girls how to program. And now all of them put together, they're working on Upwork to help people with programming issues. And there she was, this girl who, at one point, her parents had decided that she didn't deserve education. She chose to say no to this false belief. And she took charge of her own mind and her own self and did what she believed she can achieve. The thing is, we can all achieve something. And by the way, I just want to add about the men, because I know I mentioned about the difference between men and women. Men, in my opinions are misunderstood beings. All they wish is to make us happy. And they are oftentimes given responsibility they wish they didn't receive. But because they are men, they will carry on with pride. So it hurts their heart when we judge them. So here, bear in mind, what I'm saying here is that I don't want to judge men over women here. I totally get that men are really trying their best and they do care. And by the way, Women, you need to know this, men are very deep lovers. Like Morgan Wonderly, who wrote the book Simply Feminine, Surprising Insights from Men, when men are truly in love, they love more deeply than we do. So we have to give them space and accept them for who they are. Again, I'm going back to this pollution in your mind, and it starts both ways. We need to be careful of the pollution that comes into our mind, but we also have to be mindful of the pollution we put in somebody else's mind. It's important to understand that when I'm talking here, it's not just one-sided, it's both-sided. So you expect to receive positive reinforcement. It starts with you sending message of positive reinforcement first. The biggest neutralizer of a negative comment that came your way, it's simply not to take it personally. And I think because we are pleasing being, when we hear a comment, we're taking it personally, thinking, oh, we need to fix something. Just bear in mind that whoever is talking to you oftentimes will share a reflection of themselves, not necessarily what is 
with you. Like going back with my my mom's story about the nun. God knows where that nun's mind was when she said that to my, my mother. And the problem at the time was that you didn't dare talking against the clergy. You didn't dare um, defying their authority. But I'm here to say that your brain, your mind is yours and please protect it. The biggest neutralizer of all when someone has a negative comment to you is to simply not to take it personally. Shrug, move on. Or, and I love this one because depending on how you say it, it has a lot of power. I oftentimes use this where I would just say, well, thank you for sharing. What can the other person come back with when you just say, thank you for sharing? That person shared an opinion and you acknowledge it, but you don't necessarily need to act on it. You are allowed to just say, no, this is not for me. I don't want to hear it. This is, this is not my language. There's a price in aiming high and the price is to stand your ground. And I'm saying this, let's look at nature. Let's look at the tree. The tree doesn't, like, the tree will do its thing. It will grow. It will expand. And it's funny because the roots will not say, oh, I wonder if I can just grow a little bit further this way. Maybe I hurt somebody else's feeling. That No, the tree just grow. If we were trees, we would not grow taller than 10 feet because we would limit ourselves. But the tree doesn't do that. So why... Are we stopping our own self? Why are we tolerating other people's pollution in order for us to grow? A few years back, I came across this book, The Mastery of Love by Don Miguel Ruiz. In one of the chapters, it talks about the magical kitchen. And I love that part when he mentioned this. To me, it was like so precious when I read this particular chapter because it made life much simpler. He explained, he said, what if you have a magical kitchen? You can cook anything you want from any kind of food in the world. You have all the ingredients, you have the best equipment, everything you want. You have it all in that magical kitchen. So when someone comes to you and wants to feed you something of their own making, and it, you know that it's not whatever they're offering you is not healthy, you say, oh, no, no, thank you. I can cook my own stuff. You don't have to worry about having to being fed their unkind words. The problem comes when you do not feel that you have a magical kitchen inside you and then you're starving and then somebody comes to you and say, oh, I have pizza for you. And you're kind of like, oh my God, yeah, I do want pizza because I'm starving. After a while, that person said, well, you know what? I can give you pizza, but then you have to do this or that for me. Then it's no longer just sharing pizza. Then it becomes a trade-off of some kind. But then in your mind, you start thinking, what will I do if I lose my pizza? And then you start thinking of things so that you make sure that whoever is delivering you pizza doesn't go anywhere else. And that's where jealousy starts. But if at the beginning of it all, you had your own magical kitchen, you would not need to go through all this thing in your mind, accepting garbage from others. You could just move on and grow and be happy. We have the ability to create our own thoughts. We are all gifted. Happiness comes when you focus on your gift. What if you have a gift and you are invited at a birthday party? But the thing is, you go around and you keep your gift in your hand. And you never go to the person's 
birthday and say happy birthday and here's a present for you. You actually go around and you keep carrying that gift in your hand and then you leave at night and the gift is still in your hand. Well, how does that feel to you? And that is what it means when we say giver's gain. Because when you give your gift away, it's like, wow, this is magic. Oftentimes, we don't want to give our gift away because we are afraid. We think, oh, what if that person doesn't like my gift? When you know you step into your real true gift, that you are willing to put your discomfort away in order to serve. And this brings me to talk about the power of collaboration. The power of success reside in collaboration. There is no need for competition because you're different. Everybody is different. Everybody has their uniqueness. The people who focus on competition as in like, oh my God, if I don't position myself in this, there will not be any more sell possible or whatever. This is a scarcity mentality and it's not so. The universe is abundant and will create space for anything you desire. All you need to do is share your gift and create your space. The power of collaboration is something that people of wealth have figured out. They focus on what they're good at and they work with a networking of friends or colleagues that will collaborate with one another. You see, at the end, we all aim for one thing, to love and being loved. And it starts with your own mind. Create your space and protect your magical kitchen and surround yourself with same-minded people. Keep thinking positive thoughts. And if you have to, change a story. If someone hurts your feeling and you actually took it personally, change a story. And lastly, this is an advice from the wealthy people. When you get stuck, ask for help. Build a network of people that you know you can trust, that you know that they will have your back and go and talk with them. And sometimes this one is probably even more powerful, is take time for yourself and think, especially in nature. You can go for a walk in the park, do something that will bring you close to nature and just walk. Shut down that little voice that pollutes your mind and let bring in the heart and the love and just walk in that nature with kind and loving words. It will give you a magical mind. Hope you enjoyed this show and thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach me at this email address, ask at nadiafleury.com. It's spelled A-S-K at N-A-D-I-A-F-L-E-U-R-Y dot com.